Get me ready. Oh, it's another podcast of the Porcupine well, yes. and Facts Experience. Welcome to this. Hey, hey, hey. I want to send a shout out to my sister. Something that was related. I hope you're doing very good. So, this is the Facts in the Porcupine Podcast. I hope you're managing the chaos. Chaos. Did the laundry done? Back at the all. Back in front of a computer. I can't stand it. Oh, it's another podcast of the Porcupine and Facts Experience. Welcome. We get ready to turn it up. I got another Crank it up. So, who will be there when you need them? This is the facts. Talking on the I got a great episode coming up. But first, let's do some Oh yeah, that's for my sister. Get better, baby. And this is for her son she lost. We have so many people challenging. We didn't forget you. Thank you, Jesus. We're sending it out to you guys. A dozen roses for the porcupine audience in the world. Take care of them. This is the facts in the Porcupine Podcast. We're sending out our love to everyone. You know, we didn't trivialize the people that was lost in the pandemic. So for everyone that's missing someone that you miss so much, we love you. Come on. Oh, my gosh.
It's from your heart. Okay. This is the facts in the Porcupine Podcast. Wishing you all a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day, night, evening, and morning around the world. So who will be there when you get to that point where you're just tired and it's been so many years and you're retired? Who's going to be there when it comes down to helping you with the paperwork? Get it all out of the way early. You know who you want to leave that money to. But somebody, one of them teenagers, grands, who's the family organizer with the documents and the help out and the research like my sister, Michelle, we're so grateful to her. We're grateful to her. The nannies that take care of those babies, your babies, your children. You can't knock the fact that someday and one day you'll be there. You will be there. And you need to need somebody in your corner that loves you. The facts. And the Porcupine Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. I want everybody to be happy. It's not a cliche, man. You know, big time people getting involved. I'm typing as I'm speaking to you guys because it's like, you know, lunch, work. Who cares, right? But with all that said, this next opportunity for us to listen to someone that works on a day in and day out with 62 caseloads, that's crazy. So the city's, um, it's a not-for-profit. So when you support not-for-profits that help everyone, that give services to your parents, your grand, your great-grandparents and all of that, you're going to be there one day. So she explained to me the different types of care that is out there for people who who need services or you can't navigate through the system. So her position is healthcare, making sure that the appointments, the, you know, for this not-for-profit. But she told me she has 62 cases. And here's a woman that states that if she wins the lotto, when she builds a house, she's not going to have a kitchen. Without any further ado, here's her story. In the Porcupine Podcast, ladies, we want to give the shout out to all the social workers that are taking care of your parents because you're in another state. You're too busy to see upon your father and your mother. And she's got, you know what? She's Latino, right? You Dominican or Latino? She's a, you Dominicano? We have a young lady, and unfortunately, she's a beautiful social worker. She's been doing it for 12 years, but when you are taking care of your patient and they have some type of it could be like my sister's down syndrome client she's well taken care of through the will to my mother's and father's setting up her plan and a medical proxy and my sisters are responsible for making sure that the the group homes or whatever assistant living she's in that the care is being administered and i gotta give my sister michelle a shout out because she's doing it so how are you doing today i'm 
thank you. You have been a social worker for 12 years. Is it in your heart or is it for the money? It's in my heart. Is the money good? No. I heard the money's not good that much. But you guys put in a lot of work. Can you tell my audience if they are have an elderly parent that needs assistance, how do you how do you know you got a good social worker? How do we pick a good one? What makes you so good? Because you look good. You care. You have to do this from the heart. It has to come from the heart. And you have to want to help people and accomplish. Once you accomplish that help, that's satisfying. So different? that's when you know you have a good person taking care of your parents or your, not only the parents, just your people in general. Because we're all going to get to that plateau. If we make it, if we make it past 85, you're going to need some type of assistance unless you are really good like me. You know, I'm, like, I'm 87. No, that's a joke. So here's the deal. How have you, have you ever came across where um, family members are not interested in taking care of their parents? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. A lot of the times. But they wait for the money, though, right? They want that money. How, how do we, so how, what's a good social worker? What do we look for? Because I'm, we, we're making a change right now. We, we look for um, their dwelling, how they live, where they live. Um, the conditions where they live that's very important also if they eat if they have food so you, you, you do all that because i'm yes. i'm kind of familiar with your trade because i know a couple of women that they go for three days they stay so basically you can find a patient that's high functional that can do his own cooking. Do it. I, I was told that she tells me that she does the laundry. Is that part of the service? Not, not my service. So, but the home attendant services. So what I do is that I assure that these patients are taking care through their medical. You do the administration, um, the, the social eminent, security, the health care. Not the social security. I'm sorry. Because, because this is sensitive information. It has to do with social security. It is more or less a family but member. I do his medical. <laughs> so my job is to make sure that he keeps all his appointments, that he's healthy, and that he's able to navigate the difficult and, and the documentation system. Health system. Health. So you take care of him with the health. With right? the medical. That's just my my the, my fear is medical and diabetes, really? HIV. Yes, and I make sure that he makes. All his appointments and radiology. I accompany him if he's going to have a procedure. This is the first time I'm hearing that you have a specific yeah. job. And yeah. does he have, and most parents, so with that being said, um, you have a background. You know what to do. You know how to navigate yes, I, through the I, systems. I do have a lot of um, With a big smile on your face. Experience. I, I got you. I had a child with disabilities. Okay. So I was his eyes, ear, and mouth. Exactly. exactly. So this is where, where I learned. So how you to knew how, how difficult advocate. it could be, how to break down. Like I use health yes. first. They're very good. So now, so far as you, because the young lady that I'm talking to, she lives across the street from me. She does everything. She does the laundry. That's she does. Different. That's a different home one. Attendant. Okay, so and you're okay. The home yeah. attendant does those things. Does he? Is he? Is it? He doesn't have. He doesn't need it. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. That's great. He has a wife. Excuse us. I bet you she loves what you're doing for him, right? Yes. How does that work out? Do they? Do you guys get a? You know, like pair? No, no, I don't. I don't. I don't. Far as the medical do, side of me. Only the only way I deal with family members if they have a, they're their proxies. Yeah, medical so proxies. So we go through them. I always, you know, we work together. What is a medical proxy? Because my mother had one. 
medical process is somebody that takes care of you and makes all the medical decisions for you. Is it your if wishing? You can, if you're wishing, you do you have to tell no, them how not, to do it? Not necessarily wishing because you know not everybody has a um, capacity of tell you what they need. Right. Um, but. You know, it's just somebody that makes decisions when you can't make the decisions. What is for it? Your so the medical proxy is created by the patient or by the family member or by the soul, by, by the people that are under it, his care. It depends because if you have, um, if you have a patient that is really safe and, and they're like, oh no, I don't want to take, um, I don't want to do, um, I don't want to have the surgery because they don't understand, then the and the doctors know that this is going to benefit them, then they'll pull a family member and say, hey, you know. He recommends this highly. Then, yeah. yeah, and then, the, you know, you have to go through a process of court and. Yeah, my mother had a medical yeah, proxy, yeah. and you know what? We fought like dogs mm-hmm. at her bedside. So we, why, why you didn't become a medical proxy? The time out, what happened? I didn't even know my mom was in the hospital. She passed away. But listen, we were fighting because it was property and. You know stuff that my sister i didn't know shit i just know that hey mom's in the hospital and when i showed up she looked at me like get out in a roundabout way because we, we were at odds but i saw her on her last breath but what i found out would have made everything a lot easier for us as family members listen to this carefully because i've been through this when we found out there was a medical proxy all her wishes were listed and everything that we were doing in that hospital wasn't what she wanted and when the medical proxy was identified, all the arguments ended. It stated that no resuscitation, no this, no that. So she really had a good lawyer that worked that out. Wow. And how are you doing personally? You know, you said you had a specialty because I have um, my sister has down surgery. I'm she's in a assistant living, so I don't really see her like I want her. But I was I never got married because I knew at the end I would take care of her. But my sister's in a the girls got it. I, I can't even. You'll get the text through the phone, letting us know when this is what, if there's any money needed. And my father made sure that if no one took care of her, he wasn't taking care of us. You know, like, you know. Wow, so 12 years. How many children? You got You got a large family? I had three. Okay. Three children, my son. They're off and running, doing um, their thing? Yeah. Um, unfortunately, my son passed away. I'm so sorry to hear that, darling. We'll, we'll, and, um, we'll pray on that, because that's when my show does that. And I... um. My son was home. Oh, you know, his, his, his 28 years he lived with me. He was never in a... No trouble, no institutionalized, none no, of that. No, no, no. Because you know what we did? We keep him in the house. My sister stayed with my mother yeah. to the so. bitter end until it gets to a point when they start to age and they have their little issues that we couldn't take care of. My aunt, my father's sister, my grandmother came in from the South. She was staying at my aunt's place. You know what my aunt did? put her in a nursing home because she said for one i can't take everybody coming to the house every day i can't retrofit my bathroom and she she did she said she would have more friends and more time to do that because it worked out but my grandmother was tough she died at 101 she wasn't trying to leave um i i i know the feeling i lived with um with nurses for 20 years. So you learned a lot, boy. Yeah. I had nurses in and at like 24 hours. Like we, we all, it was like a community in my apartment. But you know, it's all worth it. You know? Well, you know, you gave him the care that he respectfully deserved. How about that? You know, because that's what we do. 
Yeah, yeah, man. You know, and listen, you, my son is Dominican, so they from Santiago. They're good people. What was that? Cibaño. Cibaño. So, so Santiago is Cibao. And I'm my, from the south. You know who I loves me? The, the mother loves me. The mother go eat cake. She doesn't speak oh. English, but she sees me as a dad. I'm the Moreno. And it's all, you know. I'm the, look at me. It's the only two of us in there. Maybe I can't take it. So, so, so if I wanted to select a person in your field, what am I looking for? Um, it depends if you're needed because that not only you have to qualify and not only to become a auntie, you have to ask family members if you're fit to take care of this person. Well, if they're far away and it's a position, but my question was, if I'm looking to hire somebody, if I go to your agency and I'm like, send me a person, is there some kind of signs that you can tell if that's no, going to be a good person? You have to be part of our clinic because it's a clinic. Mm -hmm. Um, and you ask your PCP to refer you to care management because there's case management mm -hmm. there's care management. And then there's um, home attendant. Yeah. Case managers is someone that sees you maybe once every, once a year if you need it. You know, they'll help you with Medicaid, food stamps, right. um, applications like that. Um, but then in my case, I'll go in deeper. So I assist in other areas. This year we don't do this because it's sensitive information. So the only thing you can do is just escort him here, make sure I'm giving him support. Yeah, because you'll hear something he may not understand, and if you, you you'll take it back, or he just you just hear it just in case. That's good. You know what? Another thing I was curious about the, is it like we're making my sister's making some decisions right now because the, the group home where she's at, my sister, it was made for functional. Now she had back surgery, so they don't they can't take a wheelchair. So she's got to do all this paperwork. There's other resources that a lot of family members don't even know that's available for them. Well, you know, the agency you're working for, they got a good person. They're lucky they got you. You know, you, you gotta you. seem like you you, you have the experience. I try dealing with someone with special needs. You have experience trying to get the resources that they need. You have the experience to know. You dealt with nurses and all of that. So listen, this is something I want to say now. You stated, how does family members over the time that you've been in this business, have they been involved, a lot of them, or some of them yeah, can, yeah, they, or they got they, their own issues? They have their own issues. Um, sometimes you end up helping family member just because you say, I'm calling for an appointment. It's nothing. It's going to take a lot of my time. But most of my patients, which I have 62. I was going to ask you, how do you do it? Wait, go ahead. Finish your point. I got to find out. And um, so, you know, they, they're very, they're very hands-on. They're very, you know, they'll call me, hey, my, my father or my brother or my husband needs something. And, you know, 62 under your, your casework? Yeah, and I have to speak to them once a month. Yeah, because you keep up. But I see them um, every three months. I see them face to face. Right, that's good. But if they need more, then I can see them. Yeah, it's like, yeah. no, I can't see you in two, three months. No. Lord have mercy. 62. 62. Everybody is that, you got 62 for the calendar year? No. Yeah, for the, well, yeah. Well, yeah, because how the hell are you going to do it? If it depends because some people disenroll, some people. Right, 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 move on. Yeah, right, right. and then. You're not Edna, are you guys? Y'all not no, Edna? Because no. oh, I use Health First, Edna's and all that. So that's good. So you're a private, not-for-profit. That's pretty good, you know. You need to get paid some more. 
we put but that you know out. There. Sometimes you 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 it balances out more, but then those taxes they kill you. Well, you know you gotta this you gotta talk to that guy. I just gave you that heart, that business card. Let me tell you something. They do free taxes over here. I went to a tax form. It's on the show. You need to listen to that. We're giving away all the benefits because as a people here, we don't know. They came and did a tax seminar. It was only four people. And the rest was IRS, state, city. And they would tell, I reported everything. I've learned stuff that I didn't need to know. If you know you, this gentleman stated that if you know you're going to make this amount of money in this period of time, then maybe we should start preparing you so you don't have to pay pay less taxes legally. So he's saying, so, okay, you're going to make, the lady in there had a six-figure six retirement digit. She's single. She's saying they're taking all her money. This gentleman told her how to prepare herself to, to safeguard. Well, we stopped for a minute because we heard a little confusion. We're going to wind this down. It's 14 minutes. So what are you? You're happy? How's life treating you? Look at a beautiful smile. So you're overworking my case. You got 62 patients. Yes. Um, it depends. It depends. At the end of the month, it's really hectic because I have to make sure I see everybody. Everybody's trying out. And then at the beginning of the month, and then I have to start, okay, who do I see first? I try to get out. Man, you must have a really long spreadsheet, you know, to keep I, your, your calendar events yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. My phone, I live off my yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what agencies give these the um the our seniors over fifty, over sixty two? What do they? Where do they start? Not, it's not only for seniors. It's just for anybody yeah, that has disability. We, we, we have, work with anybody. We don't do children. We don't work right, with right, children. Right. over eighteen. Okay, that's fair. Who needs the services? Who needs? You know, to take care of themselves because a lot of people don't know how to take care of themselves. You should do your own show. They don't know how to. Um, Make appointments. Yeah. Keep appointments. Like that gentleman that didn't know how to work the kiosk, you know. Exactly. You know, and he, you know, technology is another barrier for them, right? And how, how is there anything that we could do as? Um, um, so here's what I, my main question. I see a lot of seniors here, mm-hmm. and I only see one young lady with the parent, with the father or the uncle. What do you have? Anything that you can put out there to say, hey? Get involved with your family. We all gonna make it there one day because I hate to see a person who is going to the supermarket with the cart and everything. You, and they you got know, young folks. What do we what do we how can we encourage them to get involved and help their parents and that, that's a tough question because um some people don't know how to take care of themselves, so they don't know how to take care of other people. Really? And it doesn't matter. If they're elderly or they teenagers or they... If you don't know, you don't know. If you're an adult and you're early adulthood or late, you know, just people just don't know. There's wow. a lot of people that don't know a lot of things. Mm. They don't know that they can have Medicaid. They don't know they can... The, make sir, phone the things calls. that they... The benefits they don't know. Exactly. Wow. You know, um, the HRA, you could do everything through your phone. You don't have to go in person. But some of them don't know how to use the damn iPhone, you know. Is HRA the big agency that you deal with, like, a lot? No, no, we don't do We don't help with and that. Because a, the patients that come to us, 
They already said with the with the medical. They got this. So I don't have to do anything. You just gotta monitor it, making sure that this stays around. And I teach them like if they need transportation, I'll teach them. Okay, call this number three days before your well, you appointment. You make them self efficient. Yes, like, that's really? my job. Yeah. I didn't know yes. that. All right, all right. And in our in our program, we're supposed to work with them for six months, and then you know it's like I'm a, I, I'm teaching them. So you're getting them on track yes. and then the follow-up would be that everything you've done all of the because the, the medical the health care we have to always do the exchange you know if yeah. it comes out you yeah. got to pick a new well yeah. you know we, we, you gave me 17 minutes i know it's boring you're turning around we're here in a spot we won't tell you where we're at because it's private it's federal she's got a great human being with her and she cares and us and, I, and i'll tell you if you want this position you got to have it from the heart and it pays to have some experience some respect and bureaucratic you have somebody here so there's different types of assistance you have she's the administrator health care then you have the home attendant and then you have it was another one you said um the care, the case manager. Case managers. so they put everything together yeah, they, do the, they do the medicaid the hra stuff um agency they also mm -hmm. help you with agencies to get home attendance services. How is housing going for people that have fixed incomes? Well, One of um, the toughest things? It is because, you know, it's a waiting list. You know, we we live in a big city. Do you help with housing as well? I do help them on some applications, yeah. I, I, met, a, I met a non-for-profit that came to the park called... Um, they're out of the Bronx at Hughes. Oh, my God, Reggie. Uh, they were huge. They brought everything from housing to you know this to that uh, and it was really good these agencies and they, like i said I, I just bothered me because i'm talking to my son saying hey you want to take care of me the way i'm taking care of you when i'm here and he's dominican and you know how that could be they, and plus another thing they move on they go anyway but hey you know anything else you want to leave you good i want to tell you you don't have to ask your son to uh, take care of you All right, well, if you raised a good man He's going to do it without you telling him or asking. Well, I, I, know, I, I hope he does because yes. I'm not going to give up. And then another thing, you want that money. You no, know, there's a carrot. Come on now. Yeah. You know, we got to play the carrot in the stick. And you're done. And you, you got your children on gun. You, when you go home, you just relax. And you don't want to You don't want to talk about no cases. Enough. What do you do to relax? Nothing. 62 people. You cook. You make sankosha. I know. I don't cook. I don't cook. You don't cook no more? What was that? I, mean, that? I, I that? got burned. Oh, from cooking? Yeah. Make you Dominican, girl. You should know how to I cook. Wish, I know how to cook. I just don't like cooking. I don't like to cook. How did you get burned? I always say if I hit the lotto, I'm building my house and it's not going to have a kitchen. I'm going to have a refrigerator, a sink, and a coffee station. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, did you just hear what she just said, ladies and gentlemen? This, was the, this is the best one. She stated when she hits the lotto, God bless that you do. And well, you come into money, she's gonna build a house without a kitchen. I was gonna have a fridge. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. You've been thinking about this. And, and a coffee station. Where did you get this from? I hate <laughs> you cook for all those years for your boys, right? I mean, you had three sons, right? No, no, two girls and one. Son. How's the girls doing? They're good. They're probably beautiful. Yeah. I know they're beautiful. Are they? Are they doing what? You, yeah. you still got the ring on them. One you got them, the. Ring. One of them works in a, in the hospital. She was from NYU. That's nice. I go to NYU. Yeah. Yeah, I go there. I go to Mount Sinai. NYU, and then I have my youngest daughter.
she's home with you, right? She's home with me. Um, I'm very proud of her. She's 28 years old, and she's a director of an early head start in the Bronx. That is beautiful. Are you from the Bronx? No. I, we live in the lower. <laughs> you ever hear of an organization called Urban Health Club? Yeah. I do the painting to them. I'm, I'm, Palomino is they're incredible. Oh, yeah? I've never seen so many beautiful That's Spanish women in one spot. It, they're probably the second largest um, employer of the Bronx. And her father mm -hmm. started in a bodega and built all of that what you know of them yeah so you got your daughters you're doing good so your daughter comes in when she tells you well she's got a good job she has to be responsible and do her thing hey this is the facts in the porcupine podcast you know she's just a wonderful now you guys now listen to me now don't don't she's a beautiful person she got a little bernie on her hand and she does not want a kitchen in her new home we're hanging out somewhere and uh, we're just spending the time and talking. Well, I'll let you go because I mean, you may want to ask you some stuff. You know, I'm going to buy a house and have no kitchen. How's going? How are you going to feed yourself? You have a farm in the backyard. Wait, no more cooking for you. Uber Eats. Does your daughter cook while you're home? So you still got to cook though, right? They just like me, they're not having kitchens here. Well, you the, come on now. Well, how, my son's mother don't cook. My mom cook every damn thing. Come on. We, we started to talk about family things. <laughs> in a family with um, 10 siblings. And you know it's Dominican. Not only there was 10 kids, but there was like 20 adults. Oh, no, the house was packed. Turned close and, and you didn't like it then? So you were born in D.O.? You were born here. Wow, you Americanized. No wonder. Because if you came from the country, you know you're going to you're gonna burn. But we, we you know, we grew up with that. You know, we grew up with that old school Dominican. Same way you? That, you know, she grew up in that kitchen and she catered that dictator era. Hold on a second. What do you mean a dictator era? Yeah, you know, she was Dominican, so Trujillo, the dictator of the Dominican Republic. She grew up in that era for the 30 years he served. She was there. So my grandmother was pretty tough. Well, you know what? I want to thank you, Grandma, because you you got a beautiful granddaughter that has a heart of gold. And you know what was on last night? The Zoom out of Sunset Park is called Family Family Leadership Institute. Look them up, because you know what she was saying? Exactly what you just said. I posted it on the show. I posted. I saw on the show. She was saying that we grew up with these grandmothers and this old dictatorship and all that and you were bucking the system mm -hmm. and you go on there and I, it was, I just posted it you would really enjoy that while you're sitting here um i played a little bit of music it may be a, it may be it may be it may be a little low you have to bring your volume up but it was really good dictatorship mm. no kitchen mm. Wonderful heart. Hmm. She lost her son, so we want to pray for her. Two beautiful daughters worked. One is in NYU, the other's doing home, and they, all three of these beautiful ladies, don't want kitchens. You order out a lot? That's expensive. But that's your daughter. You know, that's a, that young generation. They don't want to. They don't want to cook. Well, you know what? If you ever get married again or anything changes, you marry a chef. <laughs> well, we're going to end it off like that. It's the Facts of Pokemon podcast. I'm going to show her that show that I posted last night with the family. Um, 
uh, is the Family Leadership Institute, Latino female. She flew from last night, she flew to California, and she met uh, George Bush. So she, I didn't even know, I thought it was a Zoom meeting for children, my son's school, but it was support system for the Latino. A lot of the parents from that come in, they can't navigate the internet, and they're not learning the grades of their children. So I'm going to end up trying to Okay. So, you know what? There's different types of care that people would need at a certain point in time in their life, even whatever time in their life. Oh, it's another podcast of the Porcupine and Facts Experience. phone call, wait, navigate through the system, get the health care, get them all set up. And it's a wonderful thing to have somebody there for you. Or you be there for them. It's always good to have available. You know, like if you're an attorney, you're going to be you're a resourceful person, you know, friends want to ask questions and, and, I, and even me as a painter, they'll ask me everything about my business and then next thing you know, they'll try to do it and they'll call me a close friend and stuff. She has a great heart, beautiful girl, great man. She lost her son a fourth of the week. You know, prayers are always out of the anything that Oh, it's another podcast of the Porcupine you know and Facts Experience. Take care of certain things. Things come up. And, yeah, but we all deal with it. No different than your pet. But she was there with a gentleman. And I actually didn't take pride because she was working. But they were doing something. It was very, like, more understanding. You know, some people are so independent. Especially there's a handicap or whatever. And protection. You know, they should be able to move around and do a thing. She has 62 That's a lot. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But 62, and then you gotta repeatedly check on them and work with the family. And oh, that. that's another podcast. And, and you know what? Some people do you know, experience. But you know a little bit about some people needing that. And they could be grouchy and pain in the ass. Then you got the ones that do the, like I mentioned, there's different people and certain things. So we got to think about when we get to that point in our time, whether you can have a car accident, anything to happen, we respect the people that are offering it to their company, pandemic or something. And a lot of them got stuck. They were home. They were. They stayed with the patient. You know, especially the ones that were normally, you know, you know, had a routine of staying in or coming every day. So it would be a situation. Oh, and I know this person. Another I know podcast that the they would and facts pack experience. enough clothes. And if they had a family, they needed to be careful. So that whole thing with the pandemic and case workers and social workers and everything like that, that was hard, that was tough. And you know, without, without all, uh, you, know, you know, like, there's a big fat round of Wall Street, you know, every one of them has been blessed. You know, we pray that her, you know, she's right. She lost her son. I know some other folks that, you know, are dealing with some stuff, things like that. We have tragedies here and there. Thank you.
Oh my God, I'm over there. So, nevertheless, oh, it's another podcast of the Porcupine and Facts Experiences. Welcome. And, uh, you know, social society is alive crazy that was like early morning like it started at 7 28 and i was bending it out but not how this, this, this shit's gotta get better then i was listening like you know there's something what's with these truckers but we but nevertheless if the truckers don't get through then how many tenants gonna take care of pages everybody gonna eat but this is the facts the porcupine podcast on. Who will be there? Who's going to be there? Who oh, is going to be there? I'm so happy to be a young lady with her father or grandfather. While she's out of school, she had the wherewithal to go there and speak in English. They look African. I was proud of her. But who will be there? Who will be there to help navigate the system and the internet and not get ripped off? And we have to keep our eye on some of these people that work, that have access to the mail and things like that. So if you really, really want to move your children in this, listen, you know, you got to live it hard. You can't play around and try to wait. My philosophy was to get it out of the way. I tried it everything and I offer my but I'm talking about me any sport oh, it's another podcast get it out of the way and facts experience and then you got you have the skills you can help but she I can tell she's really caring because um, it's how she was raised. And the gentleman, you know, he was really cool. But I, and then she's even more special because she was signing. I didn't realize that. I didn't, you know, I didn't want to ask that question. But this is the fact of the Porcupine Podcast. We are going to take a situation break. I mean, a break. A real good one. Got to finish up, close up, close this. You know, do you, are you supposed to shut your computer off every time? I don't know. But I do do that. It makes more work. She has 62 caseloads. A beautiful two doors. They don't want a kitchen if they oh, build a house. The I think they just say And facts. But she did have a burn on her Welcome. hand. I don't know how she did that. She got a boot boot. But she's an excellent individual. A great, caring, professional. Some type of system. Or just to hear your voice. Not texting. Give somebody a call. Another podcast of the Porcupine and Facts Experience. Welcome.
another podcast of the porcupine and facts experience welcome